welcome to Health, Happiness and Homeopathy. Hello, my name is Madeleine Innocent. I want to help you reach your greatest potential through holistic means, which are both logical and empowering. This podcast is all about homeopathic treatment and what to expect from it. The founder of homeopathy, as is practised today, is Samuel Hahnemann, and he was born on April 10th, 268 years ago, in 1755. So the week around every April 10th is Homeopathic Awareness Week. Homeopathy is as effective today as it was then. The philosophy is exactly the same as it was then. Only the number of remedies have changed from 99 in Hahnemann's day to many thousands today. With that increase in the number of remedies comes different ways to navigate around them to arrive at the most appropriate one for any individual. In a way, this has made practising homeopathy more difficult, but also more effective as you can't do as much good with just 99 remedies as you can with thousands. That's not to say you can't do a great deal of good. Royalty and the nobility beat a path to Hahnemann's door, and whatever you think of royalty and nobility, they do have wealth and they don't seek out charlatans. <laughs> so for this year's Homeopathic Awareness Week, I want to talk about how homeopaths work, as few people understand the complex complexities that go on behind the scenes. Of course, I can't speak for all homeopaths, but this is how effective ones work. It's a broad stroke, as homeopaths use many more ways to work out the best treatment for any individual, but for a lay person, this is one of the fundamentals. So first, we'll look at exciting and maintaining causes. We divide causes into those that are either exciting or with a maintaining cause. So exciting causes are those problems which were caused by a single factor, So it could be an injury, a bite, a burn, a shock, a fright, a drug, a vaccine, you name it. If the appropriate homeopathic dose, and by dose I'm talking about not only the right remedy, but also the right potency plus the right frequency, and that those three aspects all make up what we refer to as a dose. If this is taken very soon after the exciting cause, then it'll heal quickly, possibly within minutes, hours or days, depending upon the severity and the extent of the problem. If it isn't treated homeopathically soon afterwards, it can set up a whole series of problems. And this is because the body always tries to keep itself as healthy as possible, given the circumstances. And of course, in this situation, (laughs) they're not ideal, because no energetic treatment was offered. So the body compensates if it can't heal. Let's take an injury. All injuries can result in acute inflammation at the site and this means that the problem area becomes red, swollen, painful, perhaps itchy and perhaps with a discharge, purulent or otherwise. Depending upon the area and the severity, it can limit your movement. If you don't have a very robust immune system, a fever may result with fatigue. And of course, the affected area will increase in area, in pain, in swelling, perhaps with a discharge. 
a bite or a puncture wound can result in the same way, perhaps with the addition of your body's inability to effectively deal with the injected substance, be it a venom or a chemical cocktail. Neurological effects can result from this. And a burn is similar to the with what we've already discussed with the additional issue of damaging the protective covering of the body. Just to give an example, many years before I knew it or got involved in homeopathy, should I say, I rescued a feral cat and I had to catch her for some particular reason and she put up a fight, not surprisingly, and she bit me and scratched me and I had... um, you know, big wounds and welts up one arm particularly. And it swelled up and was um, painful and didn't look very nice. But I didn't do anything about it because, to be honest, I think my immune system is pretty robust. But it still took two weeks before it completely resolved. And that was with no treatment at all. Then several years into my homeopathic journey, a similar incident resulted. This time I was trying to rescue a cat from climbing. uh, uh, She was a feral cat again, feral cat. She'd climb up a tree and I didn't want to lose her. So I had to catch her. And again, she bit me and scratched me, but I managed to hang on to her until I got inside. And then I took the one most appropriate uh, remedy for bites, which is leadum, um, for my bites. And, you know, by the end of the day, well, it wasn't even that long. It was within I would say an hour from memory. It all the swelling. There was no swelling really. It had all just resolved. Um, it, you could see where the bite marks were, but there was no pain. There was no swelling. There was nothing. <clears throat> and that's how how you. Well, the difference really is. It was my personal experience of the difference. So going back to what we were talking about, an unresolved shock, fright, or sudden profound emotional event has a different effect. It puts the being into a constant state of alertness, ready to run for their lives. So the heart rate increases, as does the blood pressure, extra adrenal is available, and this can be constant. These effects can remain with you for life, even though the exciting cause may be long buried in your memory. It still remains in your cell memory, as it hasn't been energetically healed. You can probably see that the medical intervention of these symptoms has nothing to do with the cause, the painkillers, the antibiotics, the anti-inflammatories, the antis for the injury, the beta blockers and the high blood pressure meds for the shock and the fright. They're simply blocking out your body's best attempts to heal itself, so it never heals. What happens is it goes into a latent stage, kind of goes to sleep, to resurface when things go wrong. But if you treat the cause homeopathically at the time, or very close to the time, those issues that can develop never have a chance to arise. So this is why most homeopaths recommend their patients have a collection of common first aid remedies on hand. It can just save you so much angst, so much pain, so much everything. So when these causes are not resolved... The, re- the problems can become more complex over time, and they're generally way outside the scope of home prescribers. It also takes longer to heal, and signs that it is healing may not be immediately apparent unless you know what you're looking for. 
So this is when you need to book a consultation with your homeopath. So now let's look at maintaining causes. These are causes which are maintained by a constant repetition of the insult. So you may be able to imagine a sensitive child growing up with quarrelling parents. A small child will often feel threatened by their parents quarrelling, feeling that home isn't safe. They may be able to process one incident over time, but the constant quarrelling breaks open the wound again and again. An unhealthy diet has the same effect. Your body can generally deal with one unhealthy meal or one unhealthy food, but the repeated consumption just exhausts the body's best efforts. A medical drug repeatedly suppresses the body's best efforts to resolve itself. Staring at a computer all day and every day can damage your eyesight. Close contact with EMF, breathing in polluted air, drinking unsafe water, the list is endless to the damage environmental factors can have on your health. People tend to make great efforts to clean up these areas as this is now in the public arena. However, the small frightened child who feels home is unsafe, as are adults, may grow into an unstable adult who can't control their emotions, can't contribute to a harmonious relationship and becomes depressed or perhaps falls into the destructive habits such as self-harm. This may be a strong example, but most of us carry some instability that is rooted in the past where we didn't fully understand what was happening. And this affects our decisions, our everyday decisions. And it perhaps can only be resolved by an energetic system of healthcare, such as homeopathy. I would say that, wouldn't I, as a homeopath? (laughs) Because the roots are deep. The healing will take much longer, perhaps months or years, much longer than an acute condition. So this goes some way to explaining the common phrase homeopaths use, and that is to watch and wait. We don't want things to get worse, but the remedy needs time to unravel the past and to dig out the cause. And this goes some way to explaining why some people think homeopathy doesn't work. They're probably looking for a quick fix of the problem of the problem as they see it, rather than the deeper healing that will ultimately eliminate the tendency to get sick. It's very common for people to return for the second appointment and say nothing's happened. And yet when we question them, their problem they came to see us about is no longer. The reason for this is because we generally don't linger on problems. Once they're resolved, we move on to the next part of our lives. And that's exactly as it should be. But it's just as well we homeopaths take copious notes. So now let's look at acute and chronic conditions. The exciting causes usually fall into the acute category of health conditions. They're usually short-lived, they can resolve on their own, but they can benefit from the judicious use of homeopathy to quickly resolve it and ensure no lasting effect is left. Of course, an exciting cause can also be fatal if it's serious enough or if the being's immune system is in a poor state. I like to use an analogy of sailing in a dinghy or a small boat. If a big hole develops in the hull, say your acute problem, you might have to make a concerted effort, so get the right treatment, 
to get back to shore before the dinghy sinks. Once back, you're safe. In other words, you're cured. However, if the dinghy sinks, you would have to make a much greater concerted effort to get back to shore. So that means a more serious acute condition needs more intense treatment. And of course, if you can't swim, you might drown. So some acutes can be fatal, such as a serious accident. If the hole in the dinghy is small, we're talking about a chronic condition now, you can still enjoy your outing, but may need to bail water out periodically, so you need ongoing treatment. The maintaining causes of health conditions normally falls into the chronic category. More skill is needed to prescribe a healing treatment, and healing takes longer. There's no quick fixes here. A chronic condition is one which is likely to be with you for life and worsen over the years, but it won't kill you. You can see that poor health can come from both physical causes and energetic causes. The deleterious effect on the psyche. In fact, I consider this to be more common and more important than the physical causes. When you're energetically stable and healthy, your body is much more able to heal itself, and that's exactly what a healthy immune system is designed to do. So I hope you can see that your personal and unique collection of symptoms are more important than medical labels. Let me give you an example. Say you have arthritis. Okay, it's a medical label. But is the origin an old injury that wasn't healed energetically? Is it because you have an unsuitable diet? Is it a common genetic expression that other members of your family had or have? Did you have good relationships with your parents and siblings, a good start to life, without being encumbered by mental hang-ups from early on? Each patient will present differently to a homeopath. If 10 patients present with the same problem as yours, it's likely all 10 will need different homeopathic treatments. Because it's all about you and you are different from everyone else. Even your arthritis will be different from the others. Yours may only occur in your knees, or perhaps your wrists, or a big toe. It may be worse in summer, or winter, or at the start of the day, or at the end of the day. It may only occur with indigestion, or with a recurring dream. Often I'm asked if there is an alternative homeopathic remedy to a medical drug. There is no such thing as a homeopathic alternative to a medical drug. We think in completely different ways. It's our whole treatment that offers a far better alternative. Acute problems can also be a manifestation of a chronic problem. Let's stay with the arthritis diagnosis as that's generally a chronic condition, but it won't kill you. If you don't take healing action, it will progress and worsen despite your body's best efforts. Then let's say you have a family gathering with all the trimmings. You drink too much, you eat too much and of all the wrong foods for your health. You overload your body significantly and now you have an acute flare-up. Your body just couldn't handle the, couldn't maintain the status quo. But it settles down again after a short time. Or perhaps you went for a routine run and twisted your ankle. Even if the ankle is not the area of your arthritis, you've given your body an extra load it struggles to manage. 
It may choose to focus on your ankle injury as that's more urgent. So your ankle hurts as well as your problem joint now having a flare-up. Let's consider a very damaged person who abuses others. People who abuse others have almost always been abused themselves. There are exceptions, of course, but children commonly copy their parents for better or worse. I'm of the opinion that no one is born bad. They grow up in difficult circumstances and bad behaviour is one way they can survive. Children can't always process things logically and habits set up in childhood can last a lifetime without ongoing energetic support. Our whole system doesn't support good health or support struggling families. Quite the opposite. It creates them. However, if everyone received energetic treatment for every problem they have, be it physical or emotional, instead of suppressive treatment, imagine what a wonderful world we'd live in. It isn't just the unresolved problem that gets worse over the years. Drugs have huge problems of their own. We've all heard of the damaging side effects of a single drug. Few medical practitioners ever question the interaction of two or more drugs. Yet this can be deadly. I heard of one person, uh, a diabetic, she was on 17 drugs. The interaction of that must have been enormous. So iatrogenesis is death by prescribed drugs. And it's considered to be the third leading cause of death in the West, the heavily drugged part of the world. But I suggest it might be the first cause of death when you consider the drugs, the first two, heart conditions and cancer, what they may be taking. In general, the wrong homeopathic remedy, if that's used, you know, if you've done done the wrong dose, the wrong remedy, nothing happens. That doesn't mean you can merrily keep taking an unprescribed remedy. We discover more about old remedies and information about new remedies by repeatedly taking a dose of the remedy in question. We call this proving, which is derived from a German word, and this is done by volunteer homeopaths and homeopathic students. It's just part of being a homeopath. We all get involved in provings. So how often should you see your homeopath? They'll generally make a suggestion. For an acute problem, we want to see that resolved quickly. So if it's serious, daily or close consultations may be necessary. But of course, that depends on the severity and the extent of the problem. A chronic condition needs much more spaced out consultations. Every four to six weeks are normal, especially in the early months, the first six months or so. Why such regular consultations? This is necessary because the return of health rarely follows a smooth path. Things happen along the way. Sometimes they need extra support. Sometimes people just need reassurance that things really are going well. When things don't go well for a short time, the clamour of family and friends who don't understand what you're doing can knock you off course. Go back to your doctor. Go back to your doctor. But the doctor may not understand what's happening either because they're not trained in homeopathy. So they may think, well, who knows what they think. But those who do take prescribed drugs can 
easily overdo the drugs as their health returns. And they wouldn't necessarily make the connection because it can look like that the condition is getting worse. This is the problem with drugs. When you look, when you take a drug to, to um, help a condition, if you take too much of that, it can exacerbate that condition. It looks as if it's getting worse. Whereas if you reduce the dose, it can get better. Now, I, I do not believe that doctors or normal lay people can grasp that easily. If something gets worse, they immediately go back. But then you undo all the good work you've done. So it's the initial weeks where you'll see the most change. And thereafter, changes will be smaller. It's like um, eating something delicious. You know, you take the first bite and you think, oh, wow, that's fantastic. But the subsequent spoonfuls of the same delicious may not be quite so delicious it's like a a burst of yes ecstasy this is wonderful but then things tend to then you just kind of get used to it and that's a little bit like how your health works your body goes into a sudden burst oh my goodness thank goodness something's happening and now I can get better and you can see a sudden change in improvement but then things slow down and some people may not see that they are improving, and they actually need to be reminded of that periodically. So that's about wraps it up for today. Good health until the next time. <laughs>